Thanks for tuning in to the Boiler Express podcast. Join us each week as we dive into all things Purdue sports. You'll hear in-depth analysis of our previous and upcoming games, as well as interviews with players and people involved in the Purdue sports fandom. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and YouTube for our live stream shows as well. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Boiler Express podcast. And Russ is here too. Maybe that's why the sound. Maybe the sound got stuck into Russ's internet connection. And uh, <laughs> uh, but what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Boiler Express podcast. Uh, first, before we get into anything, I want to take a time to give a big shout out to our partnership with Big Banner Sports. Uh, they got thirteen really good podcasts out there. Um, uh, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Cincy Blitzboards. Uh, if you uh, follow them at Blitzboards on Twitter, you can get a Blitzboard made for you. I've got mine in the background. Uh, Dylan's got his right behind him as well. Fantastic quality. Um, and it's not just Purdue uh, things that they'll make. They'll make any school, uh, anytime. And, and trust me, they want you to order as much as and as uh, and put all the logos on there because I was uh, I met the owner. Uh, at a game a couple weeks ago, uh, or about, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe like a month ago, and he said his dream, his goal right now is he wants that cease and desist letter to come in the mail. So whatever school you want, whatever logo you want, uh, they'll do it. Uh, so <clears throat> so uh, hit them up at Blitzboards. It's a great thing for family gatherings, um, uh, tailgates. I mean, you name it, uh, it's a good time. And it's uh, you can get really creative with it. They kind of made it open so where you can kind of, add in your rules or add in things as you go or, um, you know, whatever you and your, your buddies can come up with. But, uh, yeah, tonight we've got a really good episode. We are going to be breaking down the upcoming game this Saturday between the Purdue Boilmakers and the Ohio state Buckeyes. Um, and to break that down with us, we've got two guys from the Ohio podcast, uh, Aaron Brown and Eric Boggs. Welcome to the show guys. Hey, thanks for, thanks having, for having us. Awesome. Well, you guys are coming down to West Lafayette uh, this week. Have you guys been to West Lafayette before? Nope. Okay. One time, okay. and it wasn't for football. Really? Mm-hmm. What were you there for then? Right. Well, I was actually. Yeah. I was going. I was going through. I was coming uh, through, and uh, a friend and I ended up staying near West Lafayette. So um, I don't remember much about it. Uh, can't say that it was a great time, but. Uh, Looking forward to a good time this time. You know, I do want to say this, guys. I know what you guys were trying to do with the intro. It was all about 20, 2018, we and tried. it totally backfired on you, just <laughs> like this week's going to go for you guys. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. I mean, that uh, is that is like the closest thing we've had to a Super Bowl in the last, you know, 10 years, you know. So we, like, it was we, my we grasped a, onto that game. As know? a Purdue guy that lives in Ohio, it was my Super Bowl. I so, bet it was. so how do you as Ohio State fans perceive our love and like admiration for that game? Do you see it as like an embarrassment? Do you take oh, it as a compliment? Like you could, you could argue it either way. You know, to like no. compare it to Purdue basketball for a second, you know, yeah. Zach Eadie's never played in a road game uh, where the court wasn't rushed that he lost. So like, that's like, I take that as a compliment, you know, but I was just curious. How do you, how do you see that? Well, first off you guys, I, let me let me let's get this out of the way. No one's showing up dying of cancer this Saturday, right? <laughs> Not that we know of. Okay, um, we might have, have some you been to the doctor yet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you volunteering, Dylan? Is that what's going if on? If it gets here? us a win, I may. 
Wow, that's dedication. That's <laughs> dedication. No, like I look back at that game. You know, we were talking about this on our podcast, uh, our preview before we joined you guys. You know, interestingly enough, that was 2018 was the last time Urban Meyer lost a college football game. That was it. That game. You guys were the last team to beat Urban Meyer in college as a college coach. Impressive. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was the only loss we suffered that year. It kept us out of the CFP. But at the same time, the story of uh, Trent, right? Uh, Tyler, Ty, uh, Trent. Tyler Trent. Tyler yeah. Trent. That story was, to a lot of Ohio State fans, it, it like got us, man. It really did. Like, we felt that. So, yeah. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't watch that. The, I mean, the college game day story that they did. Yeah. You can't watch that and just not. Like, especially like you see the scene of his dad carrying him into the van, like picking him up, putting him like, you know, taking him to the, the press box. And he just he sees the team run out on the field, just gets so overwhelmed with emotion because he he didn't think he was going to be there. Right. Um, yeah, it was just a super, super. I, I hope somebody someday makes a movie about it, because I think his story uh, in that game and everything, it just like the stars aligned and. uh you know, uh, David Blau was interviewed this past week. Uh, Purdue's been doing a bit on like their greatest games at Ross Eight Stadium for a hundredth year anniversary. And uh, obviously, with you guys coming to town, they interviewed David Blau, who was the quarterback uh, that night in 2018, and just talking about how special it was and how there was just that divine intervention going on. So, I mean, yeah, I, I hope one day somebody makes a a movie about it because it was incredible. But I also don't want to be those people that harp on something that happened years and years ago. If if this gets to like 10 years and we're still talking about it like this, we may need to reel it back in because we don't want to be like that team from uh, Southern Indiana. I mean, it, it, at least we don't have people reenacting the Rondale Moore touchdown run. At yeah, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Like, like some losers, like a school down <laughs> south who reenacts a shot. And they're from a December game. Banners. Yeah, from a December game. Yeah. I, then, I say this about that game. I really don't think Jesus wanted us to win that game. Yeah. Well, no, he I, doesn't I, like Ohio State. Well, he no, that's not true. I mean, Woody Hayes is a saint, but um, that punch kid, a kid? Uh, he he, he, he had it coming. He, he should have believed the ball. He Woody Hayes believed in discipline. <laughs> that's what this generation needs. That's four uh, years him in and jail Meyer now. <laughs> <laughs> A different kind of discipline. Oh, you know, I, oh, oh, I do have a picture of Woody Hayes. You can't see it because my name, but it's right there. I do right. need to ask you, Dylan, what was the bobblehead? Because it looked from my <clears> angle, it was <throat> it was gold dust from back in the day. I was actually it was WWF. Tyler Trent. <laughs> that was Tyler a Trent. Tyler Trent bobblehead. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. But he did have like the golden. I think that was like the golden black jacket he always wore to games and stuff. Which yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a wrestling guy, so that's uh, cool. Definitely. Know what you're talking about? With okay, there. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think there's a, there's like a group of guys. They go to like all the basketball games. They're called the Boiler Suit Guys, and I think they wear those jackets as well, or like some like Argyle Golden Black. They also um, probably make a hell of a living because they've gone to every big event in the last like five years. They do, man. They don't care if it's the Maui Invitational, the NCAA Tourney. They're there, front row too. They're not just like there in the nosebleeds. They're there like front row under the basket every game. So. Can I ask you guys a question? Oh, yep. Sure. Is how it? is how is it that Russ can go on the Big Ten show and it's like perfect, but on your stream he like gets lost somewhere? Like, See, like he's he's, he's, he's he lives in a nursing gone. home. He lives in a nursing home, 
and the internet is not the top priority at these nursing homes. So okay, okay. Goes he gets out on Sundays, and that's where he went somewhere else and like got the good Wi-Fi. That, His family this gets them out. This platform's based out of Ukraine, which has got some stuff going on. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you might have heard okay. about it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I kind of want to, because uh, this was something that I was wanting to do, um, just as because we're all you know pretty well at the halfway point of the season. Um, so, Ohio State guys, I want your perspectives on you know uh, your preseason expectations to where you guys are at currently. Um, and then, oh, obviously, uh, the rest of you guys as well, talking about Purdue, like things that we've been – sorry, let me break that down a little bit. So your expect expectations from when the season started to where the, where you guys are at now and, like, what do you think that you've improved on or done better at or what do you think is, like, not as up to par as what you thought it would be, um, which I know is a huge question. Like, there's a ton of pieces of that. So, wow. Oh, Look at that. There we go. Look at that. Oh. Fancy pants. That a Look boy. At that. Look at you, yeah. Russ. Hey, if Jordan's going to wear a suit jacket, I guess I should too this Ooh, week. Although it didn't work means. out for him last week, so we'll see. <laughs> Whom do you speak of? Uh, Aaron, Aaron, you want to take that question first? Yeah, so my expectation was legitimately undefeated for Ohio okay. State. Um, I, I didn't see it. I mean, I expected struggle, uh, but I, I didn't feel like the offensive line would look as bad as they do. Um. I, I think a place that we've really improved is our defense, particularly the secondary. That's a place that we have, you know, traditionally we've been very strong, but uh, in the last couple of years, that's, that's kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, but I think we've gotten that back this year. Linebacker plays very solid. Our, our D line is, is it is what it's always been, except, you know, maybe the DNs are, are not quite as good. I, it's, it's hard to get Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa and, and chase young just for 10 years straight. So you had to expect a little bit of fall off. And I think we're experiencing that a little bit this season, but it's still not bad. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't know what to, cause, and I kind of, you know, heard bits and pieces from, from your guys' end too, um, just with your quarterback situation. I know it was kind of up in the air at the beginning of the year, um, uh, but Kyle McCord, you know, he's been impressive. I, I watched, you know, I bet the, uh, comeback against Notre Dame, uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, and, and he, you know, uh, aided me greatly in that, uh, venture. So, uh, I mean, and he looks like he's only improved, uh, from the little bits and pieces that I've seen. How are you guys feeling about him? Yeah, I, I mean, he's not CJ Stroud and he's, I don't think he ever will be. He's not Justin Fields either. I, I just, he doesn't have the arm talent, if that makes any sense. Because uh, if you've noticed, I don't know how closely you guys really watched the games for Ohio State at all, or if, if at all, but he uh, he severely underthrows receivers, if you noticed. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. streaking down the middle of the field against Maryland, that should have been a touchdown. There was no reason he should have had to stop mid-route to catch that ball and then try to dodge two defenders. So, and, and there's many other instances this season, um, but he, yeah, he is getting better, but I, I have to give him credit where credit's due. He protects the football. He has one interception this season. And I, that's, I'm not sure that old uh, Hudson card can say the same. He, you know, for the first two games, we were, we were loving it. Uh, and then that Syracuse <laughs> game, it seemed like everything kind of came unglued and yeah. um, has kind of, you know, trended that way a, a little bit. Um, I mean, I know Ohio, or Iowa's got a really good defense. Um, you know, they played um, – because I was going to say you talked about McCord underthrowing it. I was thinking of Deacon Hill, who, my God, 
I think he could have gotten intentional grounding called on him half that game because of how much he overthrows his receivers, um, the backup for Iowa. But, um, but yeah, uh, you guys, what do you think about, uh, you know, everybody else, the, the Purdue guys here, how, what are, what's like one thing that you thought at the beginning of the year or like your expectations at the beginning of the year, like where we would be right now versus where we are right now. Like, what do you think is better or worse? Or, you know, what, what do you guys think? I definitely thought that our offensive line play would be better. I mm. think that our offensive it, lines improved though. Like, yeah, it's improved since the start of the season, but I figured where we are now would be where we were game one. If that makes sense. Um, I just feel like there's times where Hudson's kind of running for his life. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think, I think, I think some of that's more on him though than the offensive line. And I think that was especially true against Iowa. Um, mm -hmm. you know, he did, he was sacked six times. PFF only attributed one of those to the offensive line. And, you know, I, I think when you're running around the backfield, like you, you can only do that so much. Um, but I, I, I thought actually out, you know, um, I thought the offensive line played well, um, against Iowa this past week. That, that was, that was my take, but I, th I think my letdown honestly has just been the defense as a whole. Like it just hasn't been elite. Then that's kind of what everyone was thinking. You know, hiring a defensive-minded coach, getting—I mean, granted, um, you know, Marquise Wilson just—you know—had an injury; he's out for the season. But I think we, you know, we expected more guys like him. Um, that's that's that that's my take. Uh, Russ, what do you think? Yeah, so I don't think I expected the pass rush to be more dominant than our defensive backs, just with the history of Walters and what he's done in the past. At Illinois, I did not expect that. I expect our defensive backs to be a little bit better. But, you know, when you look back at it and go, well, our, our four cover corners that started the season were two safeties and two guys that were transfers. And then we got a freshman playing deep safety. So I don't know that I expected that to be as bad as what it's been, but that's also improved. Um, and I'm with Chris. Like, I thought the Hudson card would have enough time to, to show a little bit more than what he's shown. But – even with the O-line being as bad as it is, he's still put up some pretty decent numbers, and he's still been the reason we're even in any of these games or even winning the Virginia Tech game or the Illinois game. So, um, yeah, that's that's where I stand. Yeah. I think uh, the biggest like surprise for me so far this year was, and it sucks because he's out for the season now, but I think the season or maybe just the game, I think the season, though, Tyrone Tracy. Um he was uh, a really good surprise at running back um, as far as like production wise. I think he just continued to improve. I think he, not that he wasn't confident before, but I think he just gained more confidence as the, as the season went on, he got more reps uh, and everything. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think Purdue is kind of the opposite of Ohio state. We've always kind of struggled with DBs. Uh, and I think we were all hoping for that to, to change this year. And I think there's been good streaks of it, you know, like, uh, I, I think we've had some good play and I think we have seen improvement, but I think right now we're just, um, and I hate making excuses, but right now it just seems like injuries and depth are like our, our biggest issues right now. Um, and obviously, you know, new scheme, coaching staff, all that stuff, but, um, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I feel. So yeah, depth, depth is a big problem. I mean, especially on the offensive line there, there've been, I think in all the games, but one we have, we have, we haven't subbed on the offensive line at all. Um, and there's one position in particular, and I won't dog on anybody, but, uh, you know, there's one, one position in particular on the offensive line where like a third of the pressures and sacks are coming from one person. 
Um, so the fact that, you know, that person's playing the entire game and, and not getting subbed out uh, means that, you know, we're just really struggling with depth, you know, on the, on that portion. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I, I do think that uh, he said Tyrone Tracy would be out for this game, but he, he didn't say he'd be out for the season. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, there, there, are, there are multiple players out for the, Max Clare is out for the season, Marquise Wilson's out for the season, Marcus Bowe is out for the season. We all got the, the news on all three of those just uh, yesterday, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. three uh, three key pieces for us. So you guys may get lucky this weekend is what we're saying. Right. Well, Ohio State's <laughs> going to probably be missing Emeka Egbuka, our number two wide receiver. Uh, he got hurt at the end of the game last week. And as of today, when they asked Ryan Day in his press conference, he kind of hinted at he's probably not going to play this week. So, what about Travion Henderson, though? That's that's the guy I really don't want to play. If he could sit out and that rushing game could be as bad as what it was against Maryland, I think we got a chance. He's gonna he's supposed to be good good to go. Um, Dang it! Hey, but <laughs> go ahead, Aaron. Go no, go I, I go ahead. I was gonna say that performance had less to do with Travion not playing and more to do with our offensive line. That had it, it. Our offensive line is not good. They're just not good. They're figuring it out, but they're nowhere near where they need to be to play championship football right now. And I'll tell you too, man. Uh, Chip Trainum and and uh, Mayan Williams, both of those guys, they can get the job done just as good as Travion. It's just Travion gets all the he gets all the spotlight because he's yeah. the five star number one recruit in that class. So mm-hmm. tra- yeah, Travion's a five star recruit with a, a two-star health history. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. And Rough. and the thing about <laughs> it is, is he's all, he's, he's all, he is all home run or bust. So mm. like most of his stats come from the fact that he's one yard, two yard, one yard, three yard, 70, 70. yard. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. There's, there's, you know, there's no Mayan Williams truly is the running back. That's going to give you five, six yards every time. But he's been in the doghouse this, and I, I, it was confirmed he's been in the doghouse this year because he came in the camp like twenty five pounds overweight. Yeah, and they were. And he's all. He's always had a weight problem. And, same with you. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So <laughs> he came in, and and they're like, "You're not." So the first three games, he had no carries, none. They just set him, and they said, "You're gonna have to lose the weight before you play." But Dang. when he got when he got in, and he got he ran the football a couple times last week like he he runs angry yeah he's an angry human being he's the one in my opinion if they just fed him more but the thing is i don't know how like can he can he hold up for 20 carries a game i don't know he's a like a big burst guy like i'll throw mm-hmm. me in for four carries and i'll i'll go knock some heads but then he's got to sit out you know for the next series right yeah and, and uh, i'll say i think Kind of going back to um, talking about the defensive side for Purdue. And I read this, I want to say it was after the Syracuse game or maybe the Iowa game, I don't remember. But I know somebody had brought up that Walters doesn't have lockdown corners like he did his second year at Illinois. You know, And I think that's that's very true. Not That's not saying anything against Marquise Wilson or any of those guys, but at the end of the day, you know, when you've got a guy like I can't think of his name, Weatherspoon, and who's the other guy on the other side? Frank, you'd know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Who you're talking Come on, about. I can't think of, yeah. yeah, I can't think of who it is, but 
Um, those guys are both NFL talents now. And n- again, nothing against the guys we currently have playing, but I don't see a lot of NFL talent at our corner position. So I think once we get more guys in there that are real lockdown, I think that's going to free up some of those slot guys and some of the, the linebackers to not have to think as hard. Because a lot of everything I'm seeing on the defensive side in terms of like brain-busting plays just seems like it's they're, they're thinking too much instead of playing. And I think that's all all comes back to just being a first year. And nobody's ever said Ryan Walter's defense is not complicated. So I think that all just kind of wraps itself in. And what was it, the first four games, five games he was at uh, Illinois as a defensive coordinator? They gave up like 32 points a game or something like that. Like it was it was an obnoxious number. So I think that once things get kind of spinning and we hit the transfer portal again next year, we'll get some more of those. You guys, you guys help. are exactly where we were a year ago defensively. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Just just like, one year away. But yeah. how how uh I, I find it interesting that Ryan Walters has said that Dylan Thieneman is has the highest potential of anyone he's ever coached. That's how you like, pronounce it, Chris. <laughs> we gotta hear it. How are you how are you pronouncing it? Dylan, uh, we'll ask the Purdue guys. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thieneman. Yeah, so uh, you got there, that there first been, name right. Huh? There have been uh, several. There are three Thieneman brothers. So he's the third uh, to come through mm-hmm. and play for Purdue. Um, we actually we had, just Jake, had Jake on. Jake Thieneman yeah. on a few weeks ago. Okay, I thought um, I thought that was okay. Yeah, yeah, but he, uh, you know, for for him to say like after putting guys in the NFL, defensive backs in the NFL, to say that he has the highest ceiling, I, I, I couldn't help but feel like that was a slight toward Illinois, but maybe it wasn't. I, I don't, I don't, I, there's for him to say that like the Illinois game was just another game for him and he doesn't think about it that way. I'm not buying it. No, like, there's, you can, like, there's, there's, there's something yeah. there for him. Cause anytime, no, the way Purdue, he carried, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go. no. Uh, anytime, oh, anytime God. that uh, we're just so polite here at the boiler. Yeah, I, know, podcast, right? I just, uh, <laughs> I looked at Midwestern you know. like, Oh yeah. Um, oh. But no, you can tell because anytime Purdue beats Illinois in anything, he's always like retweeting it. He's always like, let's go. We beat anybody else, crickets. Illinois, that's what I'm talking about. Like, well, he even said it on his radio show. They were like, they're, they're like, uh, Purdue volleyball beat Illinois tonight. And he was like clapping, like, yeah, let's go. I, I, I think that there's something there. And, and, you know, the whole comment I mean, that he made about how they didn't want to bring recruits to games because they were scared it was going to, like turn them off to wanting to play at Illinois because uh, their game day atmosphere was so lackluster. Like that, that was a low blow. That well, wasn't think, really necessary. But I, I like it. Tried, it's funny, but but it's not wrong. Yeah, but Bert, Bert was probably year. big mad. I yeah. saw something last year where they had like their. I mean, when they were literally fighting us for the West title, they averaged like twenty eight thousand people per game that year, out of a fifty some thousand seat stadium. Which is insane. Like we literally, like they were seven and one, lost their game to I don't remember who, and then they were we were playing them um, at Illinois, and they couldn't fill the stadium. Like we're literally like duking it out for the first place in the West, and you can't pack your stadium. Like we were one, we we were one and three when we played you guys, and we what were we at like ninety six percent capacity or something like that. Uh, which I'm not saying like that's always produced thing. I mean, the, definitely you look back ten years ago, that was not the was not rough. the case Twelve whatsoever. People. But I mean, God, that's that's tough. Um, and but also like Illinois, like going out there acting like Brent Billima and his crew are like all saints, and they've never said a bad mm-hmm. word about Walters. I'm pretty sure he said something about Walters and how like he like 
taught Walters how to like coach defense and like, you know, he's, he's, he's happy to see Walters doing well, basically because he's his prodigy or protege or whatever. Um, so I don't, I don't think that Bert's this, you know, spotless saint that Illinois fans are somehow got trying a hell to... of a waddle on him. I mean, listen, listen, the only thing fat Bielema is going to be able to teach somebody <laughs> is how to do two value meals through the McDonald's lane, dude. That guy's okay. An absolute. Come unit. on. Yeah, he's built like a fridge. Still has an Iowa tattoo on his calf. That's very. He cool. does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet awkward. he replaces Ferentz when he <clears throat> retires. Ooh. So Ohio State Ooh, guys, Chrissy I have to. Picks. I see. Okay. <laughs> That's banter. That's banter. <laughs> I want to ask you, Ohio State folks, how did you guys feel after Week One? Because I remember watching that Week One game against Indiana and being surprised. I think I, I expected. I expected more of a blowout. I was just yes. curious how you yeah. all felt as Ohio. No, State it's fans. a good, it's, it's a good question because it's, yeah. it's and it's a fair question because Maryland <laughs> trounced Indiana, and we skirted by, and they thought that that meant that they were going to you know walk into the shoe <laughs> and beat us, right? So when we started the season, this is going back to your your first question. The the standard at Ohio State is Big Ten championship and get to the CFP. Okay, uh, that's that is the that's the standard. It's never going to change. Same. It's what it, it must is. Must be nice, Eric. Must be nice. That's us in basketball. Let's be honest. That's okay. true. So so when you don't when you don't do that because you can't beat your rival, there's going to be chirping. Okay, the fan base is going to be upset. And when you have someone like Kurt Herbstreet who continually bashes our fan base, the fan base that made him, okay? I was going to say, that's your guy. <laughs> it's not It's not our guy, okay? No, like, no. He, hates, he hates us, okay? He that's really wild. does. He, he cannot – he calls us JAs, all right? Like, he literally got on the Pat McAfee show and said 15% of that fan base is JA. For what, Kurt? Having a standard? A jackasses? Standard? We talk yeah. jackass? Yeah. You can well, cuss here. What are we doing? On, on our show, we're not, we, we got to keep that G rating. But oh, okay. Just say it, here's, jackass. Here's yeah. the thing. Like, <laughs> that standard was set by, by Woody Hayes and then brought, resurrected by Trestle and then brought to the forefront by Urban Meyer. And Ryan Day, the day of his press conference, when he accepted the job at Ohio State, he literally said, my job is to beat the team up north and win every game after that. Those were his words. Okay? Are you talking mm -hmm. about Michigan? No. We don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say that. It's yeah. not a thing. Not a thing. In a, not, a, not a thing in these borders. You should know that you live in Ohio. Come yeah, on, but I'm not one of you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not one of you. You people. Hey, what speaking you of being you one people. of us, Aaron, you have some news to tell. I do. So, Ooh, as I like of, yes, as of midnight tonight, I am officially a Purdue graduate. Let's hey, go. One of us. Hey. One of us. Yeah. So, uh, finishing up with a 3.99 GPA, Ooh. and then uh, I'll Woo. be headed off, to, headed off to grad school at Ohio State. Let's go. Oh, oh, boo. But hey, hey. <laughs> hey, I had 50% of me belongs to uh, Purdue. So we're. Uh, we got, we'll, we'll get you a Purdue. We serve. That's, 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 that's a clip right there. That's a clip. You need to clip that right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's no, like, what'd you study? I got to know what'd you what'd you study at Purdue? 
uh, psychology with an emphasis in addictions. Uh, so okay. what that is, You're I on the right podcast. I sp- <laughs> <laughs> I've observed some things. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I, uh, I specialize in co-occurring disorders in neuroscience. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Well, congrats and, and best of luck to you in grad school. Thank you. I appreciate you it. Don't it. Need it. Sure just really say, well. just saying, I'm a boilermaker. <laughs> just say, just say. Come on. I can't. Oh, <laughs> no, no, hey, no. props to you for sticking true to your guns. I appreciate so, that. So no, but so yeah. when when Ohio State doesn't play Purdue, I'm cheering for y'all. Of course, right, okay, come I'll on, man. I'll, I'll take it. it. I'll I got. Take it. I'll, 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 I'll he that. said that like he felt like Eric was gonna like reach across the screen and punch him. If he <laughs> did you yeah. Did you see his face? Yeah. Come on now. Like, I, I cheer for you guys. Eric's a big teddy bear. We no, know. hey, listen, yeah. listen, listen, guys. Like I. I the the second most excited I got this season was watching you guys absolutely annihilate Illinois. That was fun. Can I tell you why? So, this this is all about big banter, right? <laughs> I predicted that Illinois would go six and six on the year, and those guys on that podcast reamed me for it. <laughs> I'm like, what game are you? You really think because we lost our defensive coordinator and uh, half our yeah. defense is now in the NFL that we're we're going to take a step back? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not Ohio State, bud. You're, you're uh, going to take it's a step back. Returning to the meme, dudes. Like, okay, like, and to watch them on Twitter this season go from yeah to oh to oh to I don't know if we're going to win again. Was the most enjoyable thing for me. That's I don't know like, why, but it did. I was just like, wow. Okay. I think we got a. We I got a lot rough. of flack for uh, predicting ourselves to go six and six, wasn't it, Russ? That's what I was but, just about to say. Yeah, no, it was it was eight and four. Okay. It was eight and four. Wow. But yeah, we many of the pods like Illinois, Iowa, you know, Michigan State was actually kind of conservative with nine and three. But most of the pods were fixing their. I thought Michigan State to three thought, and nine. If that if, three no, and nine for us, saying, yeah. Oh, for gotcha, them, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, bad, for them bad. they were nine and three. But most of the pods that were positive about their team were putting <laughs> themselves at ten and. 10 and one or 10 and two, 11 and one. I think Iowa had themselves at 12 and zero, and I put us at eight and four. And it was like, I was just reamed for it. Like, how dare I say eight and four? And I'm like, look, I, I actually, that's one thing when you guys said, what's different this year than what you expected. It's just the non-con because even in conference, I had us losing Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio state and Michigan. So I had us starting one and three in conference. So I, I thought it would look bleak at this point conference wise. I just thought we we're going to pull out the Fresno state and maybe the Syracuse game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I had us eight and four with, with those losses. So I, I'm not too surprised with where we are with where we are so far. You guys so are no, still going to, I still think you guys get to six and six. I do too. I hope 100%. so. I really, I really the West do. looks putrid so far. It's like like putrid. Well, the Dylan and I went the West. We went it seems like it's a, anyone can win. Sorry. Yeah, we went through the schedule last night, Dylan and I. Did we? I, yeah. Oh. Do you remember it? <laughs> we said we said a lot of things that didn't pertain to the Dylan. Dylan there's an uh, addiction specialist in the room. I told you he's on the right you, podcast. Bud. What we? I got you, bud. I've got I've got four more wins for you guys. Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern. What's Indiana. 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 Yeah. yeah. The team down south. We won't say their name. Yeah. We say it every kickoff. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so no, another question for the Ohio guys: um, What is your perception of Purdue this season? I don't. I don't know how much Purdue football you've watched, but like the headlines have come out in the last week. You know, Jeff Brom goes to Louisville. They're six and zero. 
meanwhile purdue crumbles you know internally and that kind of thing birds and, don't have teeth um if birds don't have teeth yeah exactly but so i mean uh my opinion on, on purdue is that we're we're close like we're almost there uh it's mostly self-inflicted wounds and if mm-hmm. we just played mistake-free football we'd probably be uh you know four and two i mean if, if we mm-hmm. had played mistake-free football i mean so we we played terribly at iowa i thought you know, we were, and we we still had a chance to come back and win the game. We played horribly against Syracuse, and we're still in that game for for the most part. Uh, but what's what's the external perception? You know, for someone outside of our fan base, they're so handsome. And oh, can I? I think you're going to like this. I think you guys have the <laughs> best. I think you guys have the best coach in the state of Indiana. And uh, not sure that's saying much. <laughs> well, <laughs> think about this. More than Marcus Mark- Freeman. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Wait, no. I Tom really... Allen snaps their fight song yeah. and whispers in the in the locker That is, room. dude. That is so gay. <laughs> wow. I didn't Let's expect go. you to say that, Eric. Twenty twenty three, man. Uh, wow. Well, you know what? That's so, very. I, I, what do you have against? There goes YouTube. I was just say, what do you have against Shane Steichen too? You don't like him? Like who? Goodness. Who? I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is the Colts head coach? Oh. Who? Oh. What? The Colts. Go to bed, Russ. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take your tall, you old man. He said the state of Indiana. I did. So I, I like, did. Okay, I, I stand by my statement. Marcus Freeman came into this year, right? Everybody was talking about how awesome they were going to be in South Bend. And right now, if you go to any Notre Dame social media site page, they're ready to fire him. Are this really? time, yes, this time yeah. next year, given the recruiting class and the improvements you guys will make in a year, you will have the best coach in the state of Indiana, hands down. I think, and you guys, the fan base has to be patient, okay? Because That's something we're not good at. I know. I've noticed. <laughs> not many are, though, to be fair. Okay, no. but you got to give us a break because we we went through three and a half seasons of saying, oh, it'll get better, it'll get better, and then it never got better and it only got worse. So um, just with, uh, Daryl Hazel, but anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Look at how he's, look at how he's building your program. Okay. And a lot of fans don't, they don't dive into the recruiting aspect of things. Okay. Here's the thing. Stars matter, dudes. I'm sorry. A lot of people are like, Oh, you know, you always hear that from the fan bases who aren't recruiting. Well, stars don't matter. Yes, they do. (laughs) Why do you think Georgia, Alabama, you know, these teams are in the college football playoff every freaking year. It's because they have the most five stars. But you guys have actually recruited the most four stars you've ever had, right? Yeah, he came yeah. in here and recruited 16 four stars in yeah. one year where Brahman only gotten 12 and six. Name me years. one Big Ten West team that has done that. Not a damn I can, one. I can't yeah, tell exactly. you one of them. Okay. It's- be maybe Wisconsin, no yeah. Idea. Maybe Wisconsin no. at their at their height, like, like maybe like end of the two thousands, early twenty tens, maybe. But I don't think it was even that much. It might have been ten or twelve, but not sixteen. Yeah, and, well, and the and the thing about football recruiting is there's a time lag, right? You know, yes. you, you you get a four star, five star guy and you may not hear his name, you know, for, you know, two or three seasons. Um, you know, and we're seeing yeah. that now. We're just now seeing Yanni Karloftis materialize. He's a four star guy. Here's what I can tell your fan base. Don't get excited about the transfer portal. 
Yeah. Oh, you, the transfer portal is about sticking your finger in 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 the 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 holes in the dam that are leaking. Okay. Like okay. we know where you're going with that. Right. Right. Where you're going with that. Oh, man. Said, All right. We're gonna need going? another beer if we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stop gap. Okay. That, that's what mm -hmm. you need to use it for. If you you can build a winner for one year. Yeah. That's all you get. Ask ask Spartan Dog up yeah. there in East Lansing about how that's Dog. going. Would Deon be pretty Sanders. cool to be a build a winner for a year though. Hey, Spartan Dog's a Purdue fan now too. He had us ahead of Maryland in his power rankings. So <laughs> I think that's I more of that. a personal vendetta. Hey, well, for now on, for now on, Maryland will not be number one in the power hey, rankings. And thank you, Eddie boy, Eric. Got a boy, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Our champion. <laughs> the, thing, so, the thing I look at the portal dude, from like man. our perspective, because we're not going to get, you know, the, you know, high end super, you know, number one overall transfer guy, but kind of like you said, with fill and holes, you know, we've got depth issues at the offensive line. You can easily backfill the offensive line. You've got depth issues, say it defensive line or safety. You can backfill those so that mm -hmm. I, I get what you're saying with that. You still want to build a winning program through recruiting and development. Yes. Uh, yeah. Eric, on this on this program, we say program. Okay. There's no program, it's program. Thank okay. You. Do you also say Louisville? Louisville. <laughs> hey, I, I, I reside in that city. Place. So yes, yes, I do. Yeah. I reside in the city. Louisville. Frank, did you say like you you've got a mouthful of mashed potatoes? That's how you say Louisville. it. Like you're chewing Louisville? on quarters. Louisville. Yeah, like you Louisville. got glass spill. How many of you guys played played little league baseball? I did. I did, yeah. Champ, okay, no big deal. When you got a bat, did you swing a Louisville slugger or a Louisville slugger? That's well, a good point, I, right there. When I was swinging those bats, I was doing so in the city of Louisville where I was born and raised, so we all said Louisville slugger. But I'm, I'm I know the rest of the, the world says Louisville slugger, you know. Yeah, uh, see, I'm I in do, like uh, a happy medium. I don't say Louisville, but I also don't say Lowell. like it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's nice in between. Of I say birds with teeth town. I'd, I'd, I'd like to get your all's take on this uh, viewer comment here. I still believe yeah, I that we will go get six and six, but OSU will get beat by Georgia in the playoffs. I don't think Georgia's that good. They're I think. Make it. I think. They're, I, I mean, I, anytime they've played a good team so far this year, they've they've struggled against them and then pulled it out in the second half. Um, but I guess it all depends. Yeah, depend but didn't they what... just molly walk Kentucky? <clears throat> Dude, it's yeah, Kentucky's overrated though. Let's not get hung up in Kentucky being good. Right, That's... right. But I weren't they ranked though? Like they were in the top twenty-five, right? They were, but they back. because they beat an overrated Florida team. But LSU was also ranked and had two losses. So I mean, yeah. is the SEC really that good this year? It means I'm not more. sure that they are. It means more. You put eight teams in one conference. I think in the top twenty-five to start the season. It, it's going to make that conference look better, and it's going to keep more teams in the top twenty-five when they start ranked. Mm -hmm. But it, they show throughout the course of the season that they're overrated every year. Every year, every you're year. right. Every year. It's the same thing with Notre Dame. They're always somehow magically a top 10 team and then end up not ranked or somewhere between 20th and 25th every single year. They are a paper dragon in football and college football, and it drives me insane. ND will be lucky to get to a New Year's, New Year's Six Bowl this year, I think. I don't think they get that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I am yeah. praying that Notre Dame plays LSU in a bowl game. Oh my God! Oh, that, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll take the day off. I'll quit my job. I just want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am it's, done. I'm done uh, with bowl games against LSU. I just yeah. What do you mean? What bowl game? 
Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that was, was, yeah. games against SEC. That was that was yeah. tough. I don't know. We never we've never played LSU or Auburn. We uh, played in that yeah, pizza so. bowl once. That went well. Yeah, the Little Caesars Bowl. Yeah, yeah, right. we did. Yeah, what's that like? I've never. Oh, what's that like? <laughs> You're one of us, whether you like it or not. All right, that's valid. Hey, that's we valid. did, we did beat, we did beat Tennessee in the Music City Bowl, and what was probably the craziest game I've seen in college. I was there. Hey, was I love that. There. I love those it. Tennessee people are nuts. Eric, I don't know if I've told you the story. So we win game-winning field goal. They may or may not have a touchdown that wasn't called. Who's to say? No, it and, was it was legit. I want I want to talk about that for one second. It was legit because it's an actual rule. You can't put your pull your player forward. You can push them forward. But the player got in front of them and pulled them across the goal line. It's well, a very like it. obscure, but it, it, it's a very real rule. Those uh, hillbillies did not see it that, that way. Yeah, yeah they, they just didn't understand that. So I, I mean, so I'm celebrating. Back, that's back from the rugby days. Of <laughs> if those kids could read, <laughs> you know what? You know what's I funny am, is when we were going to Virginia Tech, we stopped in Knoxville. And we were going to take a picture with our Purdue flag, and we looked around. And we're like, "Yeah, better not. <laughs> we should probably get out of here with this." No, thing. but when Shot. I was celebrating after we kicked the game-winning field goal, a Tennessee fan was, "I'd hate to lose that way." And I said, "Buddy, I'd hate to lose that way." Or no, wait, I'd hate to win that way. <laughs> Damn it! Cool story. You messed up that punchline <laughs> so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really good information. Man, that was only my sixth time hearing that story to too. That. <laughs> you know what, David? You know what? <laughs> You know what? I don't appreciate it. You get it. It would have been funny if I didn't mess it up. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, oh, no SEC man. fans are nuts. Okay, carry on. What's next? What are we do? <laughs> who, who are we so, playing this weekend? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, some Scarlet. No, you guys aren't Scarlet. What's your guys' uh, school? Co- Is it yeah, Scarlet? Scarlet and Gray. Because I was telling Scarlet Eric on on their show Scarlet yesterday red. that I love when like Ohio State <laughs> fans are like, man, I love me the Scarlet and Red, and I'm like, you idiot. Well, first off. <laughs> <laughs> you you live down near the the uh, hillbilly uh, part of our state, man. Are you like, saying Dayton's the hillbilly part? Time out. Oh, where do you live in Dayton today? I'm is in that where you're at? Somewhere I'm near? outside of Dayton. I've said where I live multiple times, and it's a sm- I live in Dayton. All right, Damon. All right, I know. German town. It's I, a small I, town. I, no, it, but if I say my actual town, nobody's like, "Where the what? Huh? What's the Aaron? Aaron is as far south as you can get. Mm. Yeah, where the state you? of Ohio. Brother, I'm in. I'm about two miles north of Portsmouth. I'm in Lucasville. Yeah, you're way. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm just I'm... waiting for the episode where Aaron shows up. And he's like, "Well, how's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah, howdy, y'all. What's going on? Hey, I listen. I own a cowboy hat. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, I, I saw where you from... posted. You posted pictures of your boots one day, dude. I was boot scooting. Them things are sick. I got some new pair of Wranglers, new pair of boots. I was ready. I'm so uh, sick of cowboy hats and boots, man. I just moved back to Ohio from Texas, and but that that crap is everywhere, dude. And I'm so oh, tired. Man. Jacked up trucks. They don't know how to drive them or park them. Well, they it's, got those here too. Let me tell you. God. Hey, at least you're not in South Carolina. What's the thing in South Carolina where they all? What's it called when they like have the car, the truck like tilted squatting. back, squatting, they squatting? Squat it. That's a. They have California lifts. When I was in San Diego, living out there, they called that a California lift, where you put the the front end higher than the back end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How oh, do you yeah, you to drive that thing. Like, yeah, it's just imagine I, people like staring at the sky. <laughs> They've got a camera underneath. Yeah, they have to. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They hey, don't for very uh, long because they get pulled over. What's the guy who wears the Ohio State fan that wears the cowboy hat and drives the? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I there are there are there are there are a handful three guys mate three major guys that are known as super fans. The big nut. Bit, the big nut who's a great he's a dude. good dude he's good people. he's a 
he like like literally uses his platform to create scholarships for people to go to Ohio. Will State. he be there on Saturday? Can you get me to meet him? Oh yeah, yeah. If we see him, yeah. Dave's John Peters, dude. Great, great dude. Been on our show. He's really good. I need You're to talking the about the Buckeye guy, which yeah. is the, bl the black cowboy hat guy, yeah, who is pretty much excommunicated from going to Ohio State games now because. <laughs> When Earl Bruce Ooh. passed away, they had a funeral at St. John Arena for the man. All his former players went down onto the floor, which is where the basketball team used to play. They had a big, like, ginormous sign for every player to, uh, to sign their name that ever was coached by him who attended his funeral. So we're talking hundreds of former Buckeyes came paid their respects, and signed their name to this card. This guy, full Buckeye cowboy attire, strolls into St. John Arena like he's something, grabs the marker, and signs his name ginormously on this sign in front of all the players and his family. Oh, no. And the players went berserk on yeah, this guy. as they should. Jeez. So he, you I'm will not panic see... attack just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So he goes around to like fairs and carnivals in the state of Ohio, sets up a booth, signs autographs for people, and sells merchandise. Now, like you hardly see him at the football. Are, games. Do people get his autograph? They, they do because they don't realize they don't know what he did. That yeah. is, they then, don't realize he's an ass. <laughs> correct. Right. Correct. Okay, I'll say. I it. Hate there it. are some JAs in the Ohio State fan base. I refuse there's to say J.A. There's, there's a lot. Can <laughs> confirm. I'll, I'll be there's... honest. I went to. I've been to Columbus twice for Purdue games, and everybody was actually really pretty decent. And even like anytime they've come here for games, they've always been. I've always gotten along with them. The I feel like just because they knew that they were going to win, so they're like, they're like, we can just be nice to you. Well, and honestly, the assholes <laughs> probably can't afford to travel. So, oh, I like that. Oh, that was yeah. good, Aaron. That was a good There's a portion of our fan base that literally needs to put their phone down during the game. Yeah. And yes. They it's the end Us of the too. first quarter. It's the end of the first quarter, and they have fired the defensive coordinator, fired Ryan Day <laughs> multiple times. Uh like do these people sit behind Dylan of, uh, at Purdue games? Yeah, because I, I got one people. of those. I got one of those that sits behind me in, in my seats at insane. Purdue. Insane. Ryan Day is 50 and 6. He's the fastest coach in Ohio State other than Urban Meyer to ever get to 50 wins. Do you know the how much we would kill for that here at Purdue? Exactly. I like, burned my own house down. I want you to know that I we would literally kill somebody for that. Bro, I always, we would sacrifice I something. Dude, I asked them every time. Russ. They're like, we need to fire Ryan Day. Who's going to come in and do a better job? Bring right. back Urban. The grass so, is not always greener. So I do, have, is, I do have kind of impromptu question. I don't know if we sent questions or not. I barely pay attention to anything mm -hmm. anyway. Um, so say you go undefeated and Ryan Day loses again to Michigan. Do you see him being fired or being no, on a well, hot seat? Hot seat. Okay. Hot seat with the fans, definitely. But here's what he'll he won't be fired. Gene Smith, our athletic director, has already announced that in July yeah. he's stepping down and retiring. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. not gonna fire the head coach on his way yeah. out. Yeah, that would be problematic. Yeah. So Gene Smith he's was there for a long time. 
Yeah, he's <laughs> he's been there. For, well, he's the one who fired Jim Trestle. Oh. And that's why a lot of people still hate him. Because Jim you know, Trestle is when, beloved in this fan base. When I was in high school, we had a Jim Trestle lookalike come to one of our basketball games. It was weird. He didn't even really look like Trestle at all. He just had a sweater vest and gray sweater hair. vest. Yeah, yeah. He just he's, he had gray hair and a sweater vest. He's like, ah, I'm Jim Trestle. Like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you got a beard gut and you go. look kind of special. <laughs> so, Eric, one thing I was enjoying seeing, I think it was like, during the Youngstown State game, after the Youngstown State game, was the the outrage from the fan. We should have won by fifty. We're mad because we didn't win by fifty. Um, I mean, are, are those the people you're talking about who need to need to put down their phones? A lot of them, yeah. Um, so here's the thing about what's going on. We we have been we've gotten our butts beat in the trenches against Michigan last two years. Mm-hmm. Like we can we have all the talent at wide receiver you can imagine. It's we got five stars oozing out of our ears at wide receiver. We've got good running backs. Uh, we've had great quarterbacks. We've got a good quarterback this year. I think Kyle McCord's come along. We are getting dominated in the trenches. And that's where the whole toughness thing comes from. Yeah. That's why it pissed him off so much when Lou Holtz was like, I don't, I don't, I, well, first off, I hate Notre there Dame's going to beat him because we're just <laughs> tougher than Ohio State. So, Notre Dame. Flip it. So, Ryan Day hears it, right? And he's like, I've had enough. Because here's the thing. Him and Lou Holtz were friends. We had Lou Holtz come to Ohio State during a spring game. We honored Lou Holtz at a spring game because he was he was the assistant coach under Woody Hayes when we won a national championship. And we brought we brought him in during a spring game. Hey, Lou Holtz, former Notre Dame national championship coach, was on Woody Hayes' staff. We won a national championship. Yay, Lou Holtz. And they're out there shaking hands. They talk. You know, they did stuff uh, with the, with the so- social media and things. And then Lou Holtz says that, and Ryan Day was, like, offended. So after the game, he gives his famous NBC, like, where's Lou Holtz? This team is tough, you know. And so the running joke is, can we find any more old, angry people to get him mad? Because he coaches his name's Russ. Yeah, Russ, we no. need you to say we're not tough and let Ryan Day know that this is a weak team. And, he'll, and he'll, he just coaches different. Like when he thinks, when he's like, dude, we, it's just balls to the wall. Let's be super aggressive. Let's call really aggressive. We are awesome. Anyone yep. talk about Ohio State needs to shut the. You know up. what, though? <laughs> you know what? If uh, if Russ calls uh, Ohio State weak or, or uh, says that they need to toughen up and we lose to Ohio State by a last second touchdown, I'll take it. You. I'll take it. I will take losing by a last second touchdown <laughs> to Ohio State if that's. What I just it takes. hope I just hope Ryan Day doesn't do anything crazy like dye his beard. Oh wait, he does. He does. Eric, not. You cannot no, tell me otherwise. That man no. dyes his just beard. for men. It's that is just for men. That is not. Is that jealousy? Apparently. <laughs> I mean, look, I would know. Come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna cry. Okay. I, okay like, so, like I told Dylan. Within a year or two, that man is going to be turning gray. You cannot. How old is he? Is he in his fifties yet? No, he's forty-three. There's no way he has jet black hair. There's just there's no way. It's genetically impossible, bro. It's amazing he has any hair. I mean, that's true. true. As a guy who has male pattern baldness, I get it. But like, that's why I wear hats. So we were talking about, um, you know, how. 
uh, when they were talking about Ohio State and Ryan Day being 50 and 6 and all these things, <laughs> da, 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 I I kind of feel like, and you guys, you know, let me know how wrong I am on this or how you feel about this, but I feel like Ohio State football fans and Purdue basketball fans, right there, like the same oh, yeah. thing. Oh, for sure. Nichols came to town and we only won by 41. We should have won by 68. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I told Eric yeah. I wanted to guys me when Purdue plays at Ohio State for basketball, and he's like, don't. <laughs> the arena stinks. <laughs> It's terrible. It's like an NBA arena for a college basketball team. It's it's, just, it's terrible. Weird. It w- It literally was built for concerts, guys. That's why they really? built it. I mean, they named it after a discount furniture store, so it can't be that great, you know. It's <laughs> it's the acoustics in this building are so bad. I mean, really? so bad. St. John's Arena was awesome. Yeah. That that place was loud, intimidating. You want to talk about a home court advantage. They had one back then. Wasn't and, as good as Mackey. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, dude. I can't tell you the you you go back and you watch old clips of when uh you guys had Gene uh uh yeah. Put some respect on his name, Mike. Gene, Gene Katie, right? Slap yourself. Um, I'm going back. There's a Purdue fan. I heard that. Okay. I I go back to, uh, gosh, I I don't even want to talk uh, basketball here. So, but you guys had, why not? Because you guys are awesome. We're not. (laughs) Clip that. All right. I, no, seriously, our basketball team drives me insane. Like, Aaron's the football guy. Okay. Aaron coached and played, he's at really high levels. I was a basketball guy as a basketball coach and I still cannot tell you to this day what offense we run. <laughs> That's right. I was a freaking basket. It's a four out one under motion offense where literally we go shooters. Okay. Stay still. Don't move <laughs> point guard, run around run center. Around. Don't get a three second violation <laughs> and wait till the last five seconds of the play and go. That is but, our offense. But it it's the defense can't know your offense if you don't know your offense. Oh, that's oh, easy. That's, All you have to do uh, is get an eight-foot Canadian there. Okay. You just need an eight-foot Canadian, and you're there. I mean, it's all it takes. Yeah. Last time right. Ohio State scored a point on a, on a under-the-basket out-of-bounds play was probably – Greg Odin's last year? Fi- yeah, 15, probably. 15 years My ago. My graduation year? Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Let's I do want to come football. up to Columbus Let's talk for, about for a good. hockey game. I do want to. Yes, see a hockey we're gonna game. do hockey, dude. Yes, hockey's a blast. It's it's a lot of fun. I hope your club team gets to gets to uh, uh, get to the be able to be in the conference soon. I, I mean, just be speaking awesome. of them, I just bought one of their jerseys that they're selling yeah, to raise funds. Sick. Oh, dude, they got train yeah. tracks everywhere. They got the script. It's so good. It's so good. It looks very good. So speaking funny, of it's so easy to please Purdue fans, because we're like, oh, that's a cool shirt. You put train tracks on it. Give me, take my money. Yeah, I'll you put train three. tracks on the thing. We're train done. Tracks. Train Sold. tracks for us is like buck nuts for you. It's oh, just it's like your pot say. leaf. <laughs> pot leaf and nuts. That's what we're all about up here in Columbus. <laughs> so like, they call wow, <laughs> we just took a turn. They call Purdue Pete creepy. Brutus, I mean, he's not the creepiest, but he's a human with a nut as a head. Dude, I me mean, grown up Stu Griffin. Seems like he should be on a list. See, uh, now, I'm just now, telling the you, <laughs> the old Brutuses are ten. There's one that's like winking the entire time. There's some real yeah. creepy ones. That's a Halloween costume for sure. So yeah. I'm just telling you right now that white trash Pete and <laughs> pimp, and pimp Brutus, 
need to have some kind of comic story. They're gonna take over the Big Ten. <laughs> Those two together, white, white trash, trash Pete. And yes, there he is. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Pimp Brutus. He's speaking to cease and desist. He just got done with a twelve-hour shift at the coal mine. He's going to the local American Legion for a drink right now. <laughs> the water. It's one of, as like a very, very low, below average graphic. I don't even call myself a graphic designer. So, That's so, my problem. Oh, so Marlboro white trash, white trash. Pete goes down to the local American Legion, right? <laughs> right. And he's feeling really lonely. And Pimp Brutus walks in, and goes. You ever heard of uh, Sloopy? Yeah, <laughs> guys, have, have the rest of you heard about the uh, real story of Sloopy? They get these guys so. don't know what Hang On Sloopy is. Oh okay, yeah, so you, I mean, I you do. guys, you guys have your uh, shout in the third quarter, yeah. right? Don't okay, bring okay. that up. Pretty intense. We're anti-shout. Our, you guys are. Hang on, Whatever. Sloopy. Hang on, Sloopy is our third quarter tradition. It's an, a rock song from the '60s about a hooker. Lady yeah. of the night. I played it in high school pep band. Yep. Dude, I need to see photos of that, Chris. Where are oh, those? Blue. What blue. instrument did you play? Nah, not talk about it. Like the skin clarinet. Flute. No. Wow. <laughs> skin flute. Whooping somebody's ass. One person heard me say that. <laughs> I did. I heard you. I knew it I would be it. you too. <laughs> why, why do you say that? Why you... We're on the same page. I don't know. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, yeah. By the way, if Chris, if if your Chris is watching, thoughts and prayers. All right, yeah, <laughs> we love you, Chris. We'll see you. Yeah. Hopefully, God we'll speed. see you on Saturday. If anybody's <laughs> going in a wheelchair to that game, it's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to borrow a wheelchair from the local hospital. But... Can Chris, Come on, Chris, can roll Chris it down the... to West Lafayette, buddy. <laughs> oh, you're going. You're pushing him up a hill to get into Ross Aid. So good luck with that. That's all uh, uphill. Take one of those jazzy parts. scooters. Can Chris Rascal. do the pregame game speech for us? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Will and Chris, and he's just like, yeah. hey, fellas. My dying wish. Hey, maybe if we is put that him on Ohio a State. <laughs> what about the What about Michigan? Forget him. <laughs> he may not be around him. for that. Might not be around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, We're all, uh, going uh, to hell. all right. <laughs> before before we get out of here. Yeah, I know we got. I know we got to go. I love how our guest is like. We need to. We need to. <laughs> yeah, we need to tie this up, and we're all just like. <laughs> as 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 the top two podcasts on Big Banter. Right, I'm right. Down, it is only fitting that we have the first ever Big Banter rivalry trophy. The Wild Man Memorial the big Trophy. <laughs> From the, <laughs> from the coal mines, white trash Pete brought out to us. And Pip Brutus took it from him. I love the energy. Let's go. We have yeah, so Purdue, Ohio State. You got to go. Awesome. I, it, it, it does. It will fit. I just don't have the things. I don't believe that. that. Your head is huge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to war. Brian <laughs> Day, win the game. Bring it home, boy. Eric, Eric, can we call it the Chris Wildman uh, Memorial Hard Hat? <laughs> uh, I was waiting for him to say, "You remember that time when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs went, came back and won the Burp Bowl, do you?" So what oh I want to do, 
I left the white stripe there, guys. What I want to do is every time we play, we'll we'll put the score in, and uh, whoever wins gets to take it home with them. Don't yeah. give it to and me if it, ever. If it wasn't mentioned, <laughs> don't, don't give the it schedule to me. You'll never see it again. <laughs> the latest... It'll be back here. It just you'll just never get back. <laughs> <laughs> he's had shirts he's needed to ship for four months. <laughs> no, that's no, it's been like six or seven months. And I gave it and uh I didn't give everybody else their shirt until we went to Virginia Tech uh, a couple months ago. But uh, or like a month and a half ago, whatever it was. But I gotta hear what Russ was gonna say. Russ, what were you yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I want to know too. Oh, I was just going to say it, it hasn't been brought up that we're basically new rivals because including this year for the next five years, we play each other in football now. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. So I hope you. Walters turns this program around program. and gets these games competitive because that would be a possible East West. That would rivalry. be pretty fun. Dude. I, uh, yeah. you guys play Texas at home in 25. That's going to be yeah. insane. Ooh, I may. Yeah. Hey, if you guys have a spare ticket, let me know. I'll, I'll go. Hey, they're already probably game. sold out. Texas oh, yeah. isn't going to look like they do now. Quinn Ewers, all those guys that are hot right there, right now, they're not going to be there. Dude. Speaking uh, of your Manning, Arch Manning, Archie Manning. Manning. Yeah. Kind of a big goal. <laughs> Ooh, Aaron's like, not sold on the man. Like, the forty million dollar uh, recruit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we'll I watched Quinn we'll Ewers see. play in high school. He wasn't that great either. He developed Ooh. at Texas. He was not. He wasn't worth a damn as, as a freshman at Ohio State either. They thought so low of him. He didn't even throw a pass. He didn't. He just handed the ball off. That's how bad he was. He was not anything like you see now. Hey, you want to be? You guys want to be scared? Go right. watch, go watch the the recruiting video of Air Nolan, yeah, Ohio State quarterback coming in. Dude, he is legit. he is Justin Fields with CJ's arm. Yeah, dude's for yeah. real. Awesome. Like, it, but the thing is, he's a lefty. So it's, it's like it's like super weird. Like, who's one of your quarterbacks yeah. that wears thirty three and it pisses me? Devin off, Brown. That's Devin shit, Brown. Man. Oh, it makes I, me upset. <laughs> if he um, comes in on on Saturday, I'm booing him. I'm He's, glad he didn't start because he reminds me of when team up north quarterback Devin Gardner. Remember that Michigan. guy? War night. Stop it. War 98 for a season or two. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, Joe, but the dude that wore that last isn't even alive. <laughs> like, yeah, why? Jackass. Why? You talking about know, dude. Mi Mich Michigan. I mean, if you like throwing up in your mouth, you be my guest. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do all that. <laughs> We're gonna start crossing out every eye on campus with the red red cross out. Devin Devin Brown will be the starting quarterback at Utah in a year or two. I was gonna say he's gonna <laughs> transfer to Miami and then no, he'll be he'll wherever go to, else. He'll, he'll go back to Ohio. Utah. He'll go back to Utah. He's from Utah. Go Red Hawks. Yeah, he'll be he'll be in he'll be a U he'll be a U. He's gonna transfer. Lincoln Ken, Lincoln Ken Holtz. Lincoln Kinholtz is our third stringer. Uh, he'll be the backup next year. Uh, next year will be the last year that you see Kyle McCord, and then uh, it'll be Aaron Nolan time. That's kind of I Kyle think, McCord's the setup a cool name, have. though. That's a good quarterback name. It, yeah. yeah, it's all right. We'll see. We'll see how see how it goes. Interesting see question for the uh, the Purdue group here. Does anyone know who our third string quarterback is? Not a damn. No, uh, no. Um, Nope. Could be me for all. Oh, I know. it's uh no wait. Did that guy from James Madison transfer out? That Kyle Adams or whatever? Did he transfer yeah. out? Or is that was that him? It's I, 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 I know I it's probably no surprise to anyone here, but they have Walters did say the cards playing through an injury he sustained against Illinois. Yeah, who isn't um, at this point? He's yeah. gonna go to the game. It's not him. on the death chart. 
because there's only two quarterbacks listed. Yeah. Hey, I don't want, I don't want to Hey, I don't want to hear if Chris Wilds is coming to the game. Come on. <laughs> We're prayers for you, Chris. We love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think something's wrong with Restream cuz all of a sudden it says we've been here for 2 hours now. And I don't think we've been here that I'm long. No time flies when you're having fun. What do you mean? <laughs> so, is it uh, like savings time? But uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on to the to the show tonight. I appreciate it so much. Uh, looking forward to the game this weekend. Um, you know, take it easy on us. On it. Predictions? Are we doing any predictions? Oh yeah, we could we could do some predictions. I mean, we got that thirteen percent uh, chance to win, according to uh, whatever it was I saw. Parker Fleming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got thirteen whole percent chance to FBI. beat you guys. So, <laughs> who said thirteen percent? That. Uh, Parker Fleming did. Did you guys see that uh, that team from up north is playing IU Michigan. this weekend? Uh, IU has a it's point, like point zero point four one percent chance to beat Michigan. So you're saying there's a chance, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, uh, I can't we'll just go. We'll, we'll go. You know, the zigzag <laughs> down. I'll start with. Uh, I'll start with zigzag. predictions. Uh, Purdue Purdue's banged up. Like, yeah, uh, we 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 don't have Max Clare. Uh, we don't have Marquise Wilson. Um, we don't have Marcus Bow in our offensive lines already. You know, our quarterback struggling. Our quarterback's injured. He's playing through an injury, and as Walter said, every time he throws the ball, he experiences excruciating pain. Good. Um, that's, that's Tyrone Tracy's not playing, so our three-headed, you know, running back is now a a two-headed running back. I think, given all that, um, it 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 kind of gets ugly. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna predict like a 14-point Ohio State win. Um, high scoring game though. 34 like, yeah. 14. Buckeyes. <laughs> I think Eric belongs on. A you list. look like the Holy general crap. on the commercial. He <laughs> <You> does, <laughs> yeah, for a great low rate. Hey, can, I yeah. just, hey, can I get a discount on my no injury? free ads? General. No free ads. No free ads. Okay, what was, what was uh, Sergeant Slaughter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pukes. <laughs> Loving all these WWE references we got going on tonight. Yeah, Damon's the oh. WWE historian around, around these parts. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? I think it's close into the fourth, but I think Ohio State's depth kind of takes it, and they win like 37-31. All right, Dylan, I think that's you guys ready for this. It's at Purdue. I wish it was a night game. Because night games historically have been good for us against the Buckeyes. I love my Boilermakers. I live in Ohio. I have to live, not consider, not these two, but all the rest of them, these nerds. Okay. I got to hear them all the time. It's nonsense. And that's why my pick is Boilers by a damn billion. You really think they're going to win by a billion? I do. One <laughs> billion points. Shout damn out. it. They're going to do it. And I'm going to take that hard hat home and I'm going to wear it. I'm going to have a There we go. I think I'm back now. Can y'all hear me? I'm going to dance on Chris's grave and I'm going to go. Lord. This this took a dark turn. Love you, Chris. I didn't mean that. Hey, how many, real quick, how many of you guys smoke cigars? You're talking to the former vice president of the Python Cigar Club of Purdue. I'll do it. Three. I'll take some drugs. Damon, don't be a square. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you guys I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you guys some cigars, that. man. Anyway. I'll grab some cigars. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> we right, we won't have Aaron, we won't have the Buckeye leaves, but we'll have cigars. Aaron, what do you think? I said Ohio State 42, wow. Purdue 13. Wow. I just, okay. You wow. guys look, you guys are banged up. You We're don't have the depth. Up. 
I, I've watched the film in depth and y'all just, it's just not that year for y'all. Like, yeah, I, I agree next year and the, and the year after that, you guys are going to have something, but this year just isn't it. When you, uh, you know, you being, uh, coming from a football background and playing football and at a high level and you, you know, you said you watched the film. I, I, I appreciate the, the, uh, explanation there behind mm. that. And I take no offense to that, that extreme, uh, extreme score prediction. That could very well be. Unless yeah. we forget well, your 50% Boilermaker. He gave us 13 hey, points. All right. Consideration. Stop okay. denying because us, Aaron. I said, you are one of us. You could have given us 14. That's it. Give you a lot more than what Chris <laughs> gave you. Yeah. Chris. What did Chris give us? 45 to 3. He's going to kick well, his ass. You guys got <laughs> You got to consider. You have a freshman. We also have a freshman kick. And you do not have a lockdown corner. Against he's high Marvin on Harris, so is Marvin Harris. Hey, the freshman, Harris. the freshman safety is good though. Like he's he's yeah. legit. I mean, yeah, but that's okay. But thank yeah. you. Yes, thank you. Agreed. Yeah, you got to yeah. look at Cade Stover at tight end too. Like there's yep. just too and many if like you want to try to look at this like it, it, other side, if you want to like try to compare try to it to that game back in 2018, Purdue was on a roll yep. coming into that game. We had won three games straight. Uh, you know, coming into that to that game as well, uh, and then obviously the the emotional high uh, of that game, and I think this year is just different. Um, we're not coming off of, uh, we're not rolling in. Uh, you know, we don't have that momentum coming in, um, and uh, so you know, I'm unfortunately I'm kind of in the boat of of Aaron here. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. Um, I hope it is, but uh, I hope I'm proven wrong. And I look an idiot like an idiot next week. So. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be somewhere around like fourteen to to forty five, or um, you know, ten to ten to thirty eight, or something like that. So I I hope. Can you get Undertake some Undertaker music playing? Why that? Yes. <laughs> Can we do that? Uh, moment dong. of silence, everybody. Moment of silence. Dong. <laughs> All right. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's why they don't shouldn't give me so, the control. Hey, there we go. So before Russ. before we ask Russ, I'm gonna I'm gonna display this viewer comment here. We got a prediction: forty nine twenty Purdue. Um, good luck. Good luck. That's that's a very familiar score. You know. Then he yeah. woke up. I I know what he did there. I see what he did there. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Going that? back to twenty. Fun. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're time. five Russ, years Russ. late on that prediction, bud. Hey, Aaron, Russ, what do you have for us? Yeah. Yeah, so we have won three of the last four against Ohio State at home. Damn right we have. Uh, well, the bad part that? about that for Purdue fans is the game that we lost was fifty-six to nothing. Don't remember. So that was the Zeke I, Elliott game. Yeah, I don't think if we lose that it's a close game. Um, I think that the thirteen percent or whatever chance is that we win is Walters saying, "Hey, we are we are shorthanded. We've got nothing to lose. We're going to play all out aggressive." And we're going to blitz like crazy because, like you said, your guys' offensive line struggled a little bit. Um, we're going to hope that our O-line can hold up enough that we can get card time to keep pace with whatever Ohio State does on offense. And I think that's the recipe for us to win is we've got to just be all out aggressive. The drawback is is Marvin Harrison could feast on that. Yes. If we go all out aggressive and we don't give him the proper coverage, we could get diced up. And I, I think it's more likely mm -hmm. looking – like probably a 38 to 13, 42 to 13 kind of a ball game. But if, if we do come out aggressive and we, we start quick, um, you know, I think we could, we could look at maybe a 28 to 26 kind of a win. Uh, but I, if we lose, I don't think it's a close game. I think, well, I think it's cause we get ran out the building. What if I told you, I hope you do blitz us. 
from misdirections and Ooh, yeah um, i mean that, that's what we're gonna have to do i think that's what's gonna happen like i said we're gonna play aggressive we're gonna play all out and it's gonna be can we get to card in time mm -hmm. to fluster him and um not give him time to find harrison jr open or is he gonna get that ball off and we're as much as we dog our offensive line, they're really good at pass blocking. It's I think run, one it's thing run blocking. It, do you know it? Do you know what the pass blocking rank is in PFF? Or hey, you don't say that. It's our big brain. Yeah, I, you don't I, I'm, that. I'm not a nerd. It's oh. like 38th, 38th in pass blocking. <laughs> hey, that's actually big, your your that your run big brain Frank to you. Ohio State's big run blocking brain, is seventh, Frank. and their pass blocking is 37th. Seventh so, run seventh. blocking is seventh. Yeah. Yeah, so like, that's why you that's why you can't pay attention to PFF, dude. Right there, that, that right make there. Any sense. It's there's no freaking way. Ohio they collect six hundred data is, points that is on Frank's every Bible. Play. You they collect six hundred data, yeah, data points on every play. I mean, they're 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 analyzing every single position. Like, like it's 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 pretty cool what they do there. I think I, I, I think I that McCord see, see oh, that. I think I think one thing i think mccord is going to underestimate Thieneman's speed a couple of times and i think Thieneman could come up with a picker did you say underestimate <laughs> me russ and dunn all made that look like <laughs> i, I think, think they're gonna underestimate oh shoot yeah i could even see it kind of being similar to the maryland game uh where at least we hang in there for like the first half and then the second half the doors kind of get busted open like we're just not able to physically keep up um and then you guys run away with it uh, at the end and that's if it the game goes well um so yeah i don't know but uh uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. I know I said we were going to wrap it up uh, a minute ago, but we will officially wrap it up here now. Again, uh, Aaron, Eric, appreciate you guys so much for being on the podcast. It was a great time. Chris, we and hope, Chris, to, get we hope better. to see you Saturday. Chris. Uh, we love Dylan you. and I are just going to say the same thing at the <laughs> exact same time there. Um, but as we do. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully we're going to uh, Dylan's going to come into the, the show next week with a nice, beautiful helmet. Uh but uh, if not, you know what? Uh, we'll br we'll bring it back home next year. Um, so uh, screw it on to the next one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do with my hands? Did I do something? Your hands Me again. This spot. is universal for helmet. <laughs> Be <Yeah>. Beautiful helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a show together every week? Like what yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, you guys should have been here in the basketball podcast where I was talking about Edie picking up balls and uh oh. <laughs> Chris and I lost it. Well, oh. no, you're like he brings up his balls to his chest, and we're just like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I said well, he brings this, the ball this... up to his chest, like he never <laughs> sure I was he like, did. Well, this podcast got canceled quick. <laughs> oh, we've yeah. been canceled long before. So, anyway, guys, uh, I'm not sure why you're still listening. Uh, if you're here, yeah. but uh, if you are, use hashtag Russ is old, and I'll send you like five bucks. <laughs> but we'll catch you guys with next the t shirts week. that he still owes. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Oh, Boiler yeah. up, hammer down, beat Ohio State, and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait. I O N O.